0: Welcome to the Rich Stylist Podcast. I'm Ashley Diana, business coach for Hair Extension Pros and founder of Rich Stylist Academy. I'll be your guide as you begin to attract your dream clients, create amazing extension transformations and have your bank account overflowing with cash. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to Rich Stylist Podcast. This is Ashley, and today I'm speaking with Destiny Jackson. Destiny is a stylist and a hair extension specialist in Charlotte, North Carolina. Destiny is such a boss, and she does it all so beautifully. Destiny is the definition of work less and make more. Now, side note for a second, something I see often in the industry, and I'm curious if you see it too, there's lots of successful stylists in the world. And let's throw out some numbers. There's successful stylists in the world that make good money. Let's say five figures a month. Let's say 10,000, 15,000, $20,000 a month. Now that's anywhere from 120,000 to 240, roughly, yeah, $240,000 a year. Pretty good. Well, it's definitely good compared to the average because a recent study said that the average monthly income for a hairstylist is $2,400 a month. So clearly the other is much more. Here's the thing, though. Some people make five figures a month, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 plus, working six or seven days a week, basically all the time. Others make the same, working three days a week. So you may have an idea of why I talked to Destiny Jackson. Now, my brand is called Rich Stylist. And although most of us think that rich means money, the truth is that rich, in my Ashley's dictionary, anyway, (laughs) means rich in time, rich in vitality, rich in your health and wellness, rich of course in your financial freedom and rich in your experiences. If you're forced to work six or seven days a week or if you choose to work six or seven days a week behind the chair because you have to earn a certain level of income for your lifestyle, by my definition, you're not rich. You may have enough money to pay all your bills but you have a job that pays for your lifestyle but you've traded your entire life for it. Even if you absolutely love what you do working six days a week or seven days a week, whatever, let's be honest, it's amazing career, it's understandable. But if you look really close, the truth is most likely that your body and your health may suffer, your relationships may not get all the nurturing and attention that they need to thrive. Now, this isn't universal, but I've definitely seen it a lot. I have a lot of examples of people that I know, so I'm just gonna put it out there. Now, one of the goals for Rich Styles Podcast is to be able to show you what is possible. And if you've listened to some of these episodes, you probably understand that that is the theme. Because the stylists that I talk to have incredible stories. And they've designed a life and business for themselves exactly the way that they want it. Now, the way that Destiny has designed her business may not be perfect for you. I mean, it looks pretty perfect to me, but just like every client's hair and goals are different and you have to create a custom treatment plan for them, the exact same thing goes for you designing your ideal extension business. And that's what Rich Size Academy shows you how to do. I really think that Destiny's business and her lifestyle, her personal style and her essence is totally gonna resonate with you. What I call her style for her business is like a family first approach. She really prioritizes time, experiences, and freedom with her family. She has an adorable son, and she's able to support that with the income that she makes doing high-end extensions just a few days a week in the salon. So listen in, take some notes, and this is Destiny Jackson. Hey, Destiny, welcome. I'm so happy you're on the podcast today. Thank you for being here.
1: I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to chat with you. We always have great conversations. And I just want to dive in and talk about your branding, your aesthetic, and your social media. I always think it's so beautiful. You curate such a beautiful mood shall i say um you have you have the most beautiful photos of yourself you're stunning and then your photos are just like electric that i think your selfies that you post on social media i'm always just like she's so beautiful i just like like i said you're beautiful and then your photos are just like holy crap this is awesome so i just i love what you share and i think it's a i just wanted to kind of decode it a little bit and chat about it because As social media is a wonderful free, you know, marketing tool for our business. And I think some stylists still find it challenging to create that aesthetic on Instagram. So what would you have to say about it in general?
1: Okay, so I feel like with my social media, um, it's been maybe five years since I really dived into social media um, for business. And I really didn't know where to go. And I just kind of figured it out along the way. And what I did is I thought about what I would like to see from um, a person or a a stylist, a a lash technician, whatever, like what I would like to see from someone that's in a professional industry um, that I didn't know much about. Right. So when I was looking at a lot of social media, when it comes to hairstylists, it's like, a picture of the back of the head, a picture of the side of the head, and I got tired of looking at it myself. That's how I started out. So I'm very private when it comes to my personal life, but I didn't want to just post hair pictures all the time. So I literally sat back and thought about what would a consumer want when looking at my social media? They want to know a little bit about me. It doesn't have to be, you know, a ton about personal things because we want to keep it professional, sure. but a little bit about hair, different angles, not seeing the same image, because a lot of times consumers or clients, they don't know what they're looking at. If yeah. you put a picture of hair and you say it's extensions or this is color, this is, you know, in or whatever, like. They don't know about that. They want to connect with you, but while still seeing an image of hair, like, oh, that's nice, but put some personal in with it
0: without
1: diving too deep.
0: I think that's great. The, the thing too, that I find interesting sometimes is that being a stylist, that you are naturally artistic and creative and that you're in an aesthetic And I say aesthetic, not as in an esthetician, aesthetic as in like beauty and and curating a look. Like we're in um, a highly aesthetic business. And with that being said, I find it interesting sometimes um, how challenging it it can be for people in the beauty industry to have the beauty and the curated uh, mood come across in their social media. Um, and, And really a branding. Uh, to, to come across and it's, and it's very challenging. And I, I just find in you, I'm like, oh yeah, she gets it. I, I would know as a um, client looking at your page, I would know what to expect from you. I would know what, really what my client experience would be like by looking at your, the images that you choose. Um, it's very professional, but it's very beautiful. And it, it sounds like something that was very, um, it was very planned for you. So how did you come up with like the look that you wanted? Cause I mean, I can see behind you, like in your salon, you have like the, the really pretty white walls and in your space and that, that comes across on your social media as well. It's like through and through, like when they come into your salon that like, they saw it on social media and then they come into the salon. It's like, Oh yeah, this is what I was expecting.
1: Well, I like just in general, I like bright, I like light. Like my birthday is in June. I love the summer. Like, All of those things are like very important to me. So I did want to put my personality into my salon space. Like literally the same colors that are in my salon are in my home. Um, And that's because it's truly me. Um, And that's what is the, I guess the best way I feel that I can connect with my clients and get the clients that I want. Um, The clients that I know we will have a long lasting relationship because we connect on something further than just hair. So with putting that out there, um, it made it to where everything just kind of ties into each other. Like mm-hmm. I ended up getting a professional photographer to do a photo shoot every other month.
0: And I, she, I love, she, yes, uh, you do a great job with that.
1: Thank you. She was a referral to me from, a client of mine, actually, she was a, uh, she's a uh, social media influencer. And so I saw her images and I really liked her images. So I connected with the photographer and we talked. and her aesthetic is the same as mine. She loves like the bright white, like white.
0: It's very calm, calming, relaxing kind of look.
1: Yes. So I guess let's rewind a little bit. Like the first salon that I worked at when I moved to Charlotte, amazing salon. It was a luxury salon and I loved everything about it. And they were big on the client experience. Yes. Um, Just the little things like water, wine, like whatever you want, biscottis. Like they were big on that. So it kind of was, I I was molded into a stylist that, understood what was important when it comes to the client experience
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: even when I was in hair school like one of the things that one of the instructors told us clients will come to you just because they like you even if you do a crappy job on their hair not saying do a crappy job on their hair but it's one of those things where if they connect with you and you give them a, a truly rememberable experience they will be with you forever. So mm-hmm. that has like followed me this entire time. Even if you're if you're a commission stylist and the salon doesn't provide exactly what you would like, it is like little things that you can do to tweak that experience mm-hmm. and have your clients to connect with you a little bit more. And I have definitely been big on that since yeah. understanding it.
0: Yes. What are just some of the, what are a few like luxuries that you offer in your space to clients?
1: So definitely we do have wine. Um, We have water. Like when it comes to, we have a coffee shop downstairs. Like if you're with me as a client, you don't have to pay for anything. Coffee, tea. um, If you're hungry, I'll go grab you something to eat. We'll order Postmate, whatever it is. Yeah. I'll make sure that you're taken care of. I also have um, retail clothes. Like, and that's just like a thing where it's like a few pieces. If you find something that you need, you don't have to go anywhere else. I love um, that. I offer, I connect with, I, I, I try different things, but <laughs> I have hand soap, hand bombs, like all these little things that you may not think about, but you need. Yes. Um, literally, it has been several times, especially during the winter time, when clients are like, just sitting in a trance, like, oh my gosh, my hands are so dry. And I'm like, oh, here, try this. Like little things like that, they feel like I'm, which I am. I'm doing something for them. It's like, I have what you need.
0: while you thought of everything. Taking-
1: yeah like before they even think of it so it is just being able to provide more than just a hair service
0: yes like
1: truly creating a space where they can come relax and just debrief like not think about anything else except for enjoying their time while they're here with me
0: I love that you've been able to create that and I've definitely seen you over the last year or two like implementing different things trying different things offering new and I've just seen you share it via social media or inside Rich Silas like th- this is what you're sharing or doing and upgrading to different salon suites and you just keep getting bigger and better and offering new you're very creative and innovative when it comes to um, ideas about how to kind of make a sanctuary for your clients so um I'm happy that you shared that today. I think that's super valuable.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I definitely try to think outside the box because when it comes to being a hairstylist, right? Like it's a lot of us out here, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But what makes you different? Yeah. Like plenty of like my assistants and I'll always ask them what they wanted to do as far as this industry goes and what makes you different from the girl down the street you have to be different and provide something different so your clients will stick with you.
0: What would you say to someone who maybe thinks, well, how can I do anything different? Like everybody everybody does everything.
1: Everybody does everything, but it's how you do it. Mm. How 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 do you bring that same service or that same product how do you bring that to your clients differently um one thing that i do a lot of my clients don't necessarily live right around the salon but if they have to pick up product why wait till your next appointment i'll ship it to you like sure. make it where your clients feel that you're really there for them my best interest is my interest is for the best interest of the client. So, sure. whatever I can do, I do it. Put yourself in your client's shoes. That's my thing. How, what would make you happy if you were your client? It's yeah. different for everyone. So, like, what would you want? What service or what product can you provide mm-hmm. that would make you happy if you were sitting in your chair coming to visit you as a stylist. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so, so valuable to have that perspective and it, and having that perspective, like you mentioned earlier with your social media, like what does my client want to see? If you can always like think of everything that you do from what would my client want? What would my client want to hear? What would make it easier for them? What would make it more effortless? Um, how would they want to feel? Um, and look at it from their perspective and 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 not only yours it's good to look at it from yours too of course but also look look at both of them not just from the perspective of what makes me look great what's going to make me the most money what's going to fuel my ego like those types of things it's great look at those but also at what is the client seeing and feeling so definitely
1: agree because one of one of um one of my mentors several years ago i was writing my bio and i had no idea where to start and she literally told me like i wrote my bio and i was like oh i did this 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 and this i came from this 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 and this i took this class that class and she was like okay nice but this is really not about you this is about your client or the client that you're trying to attract it may not be the clients that you have now but who are you trying to attract, and what verbiage can you use to attract that client? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know the difference between a beta, the DAO soon, and like, you know, anything. No. They don't, they, clients they don't. don't know that. No. So, when you're doing things like, yes, we are very important. What we do is very important. Our time is very important, and our peace is very important. Yeah but we do this for our clients. I got into this industry because I wanted to make people happy Mm -hmm. through hair. So that is very important to put on the forefront of anything that I do.
0: Okay. Let's switch gears for a second. Let's talk about your services that you offer and then the extension methods that you offer.
1: I still offer color um, Mm -hmm. in the salon. It's something that I feel like ties in hand in hand with the extensions that I offer I'm big on transformation services yeah. um, that has kind of became my thing over the past year I feel like a lot of people have started coming to me because it's like they need a complete new look um, so with the extension services I do offer keratin bonds my main keratin bond like hair or whatever comes from great lengths Okay. Um I, um and then I'll be honest so let let hear me, it it took me a while like oh a, a year and a half two years to really be like I'm going to offer hand tied extension. yeah and the reason why is because I just didn't believe in it I didn't believe that it was going to be something that was going to stick around um, I didn't believe that it was something that was good for all types of hair. Uh I thought it was just reinvented, a reinvented sewing. Like literally, that's what I thought it was. And that was not a service that I wanted to offer installing hand-tied extensions. So I literally took a year researching different methods to see which one may be best. Um, sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm big on education. So it sometimes it, it takes me a while to really break into like, I don't want to waste my time on something that I just don't think is gonna last.
0: I have totally seen that in you. You are someone who sometimes you're quiet. And then, but when you, you know, you're, you're kind of quiet, you check it out, you're a great listener, you're a great speaker. You always, anyway, but my point is, is that when you make a decision, I've always seen you go for it all in. And I, I've, I've seen you inside of Rich Styles. Like, I think it probably was over the past couple years, you know, uh, having conversations about weft extensions and trying some different types of hair. And, and I have, I have seen that over the years. I'm like, once destiny does something and makes up her mind, it's over. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. Very methodical. Like you make it, you plan it and you get it done and you follow through. So continue. But I just had to say that about you. And I think it's awesome that you really do that and make it happen.
1: I love sharing. What yes. I have learned and done because I feel like in this industry, like sometimes we don't get the respect that we deserve. We're just hairstylists, right? Yes. But we're more than that, we do more than that, and we can truly build ourselves to be phenomenal and i just want i i love it brings me joy like i love being able to help someone go to the next
0: level actually in the show notes i'm going to have destiny's instagram so make sure you go and give her a follow and say hi in her dms and i'll have her link to her sweet success her shadow program so if you're ever in charlotte she is the the woman to go see but for now destiny let's let me ask you some questions about Rich Stylist Academy. And we've mentioned it a couple of times, but I'd love to just ask you a few questions. Yes, go right ahead. So what was life and business like for you before saying yes to Rich Stylist?
1: So I, if I remember correctly. I know you've I've, been a part
0: of the community for a while, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yes. And it happened like literally, I went to my Great Link certification and Mm -hmm. your name was mentioned, and I was like, who's Ashley, like, I was like, I don't, I don't know who Ashley is, so of course, I'm a complete stalker, so I went on Instagram, (laughs) I went on Google, and I found out who you were, and I seen all the programs that you answered, uh, that you had, and then I did, um, I think I did one of the free programs first, and I just started, like, inching up um, into different things, like, I I feel like I've, I've touch base with a a lot of your programs and before I mean it was like maybe four months is when I before is when I got certified with Great Links and it was great like before I got certified I was like DMing people that had already been certified and I'm like hey like is this a good idea like have you seen a great like profit from it like do you get clients and like one of the girls that i um, reached out to she was like oh like it's going to be easy like as soon as you get on the website like people are just going to come to you which is kind of true um but it's still a thing where you have to do more mm-hmm. um with being big on education when I was at the Great Links class I asked does Great Links continue like can provide any continued education like does this three-year certificate, this three-day certification is great, but how can I be better? How can I do more than just what's required? I'm big on doing more than just what's required, and let's say before I had, let's see, I probably would get, um, within the four months, I maybe had four or five extension services within that time, just from Mm -hmm. like reaching out to my clients, telling them what I'm doing, just kind of like working up to it. And Uh. now just, it's ridiculous. Just because I know how to herd, I guess, the clients, (laughs) like where to put them, like, setting up systems to provide that service to clients has made it a lot easier. And I feel like people take me a lot more seriously Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to the consultation form that you fill out, like actually getting information um, beforehand. Like some people think that extensions are cheap. The extensions that I provide are are not cheap. I feel like they're affordable for the right client, but it's not is not a a cheaper service and i'm not here to provide that so there are buyers at every level right so setting up a consultation form where people can before they even come in this is how much it may cost for this type of service or that type of service do you still want me to reach out for you reach out Mm -hmm. to you is like a it's a yes or a no And if they know what it may be, it gets you more serious clients in. So I feel like with setting up the systems that I have um, pulled from the program of Mm -hmm. Rich Stylist Academy has made it to where people take me more seriously and I get more serious clients in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you're you're setting them up for a very professional experience from the moment they contact you. So that right. that's awesome. Now, what what made you realize, like prior to joining Rich Stylist, what made you realize that you needed to maybe change or implement something new to get to the next level?
1: With extensions, I was introduced to Great Links 10 years ago at the salon that I worked at. And, of course, then I wasn't certified. Um I saw how things were happening, and I just felt like it could be, like, more could, more is possible. Um, With more being possible, I'm like, okay, how do I find out where to grab this? Like, I need to know who to go to. So, when your name was mentioned, I was like, okay, this is like, like, a lot of the the people that were in the Great Links class, they knew who you were. And I'm just like, okay, I'm lost. Like,
0: like what's (laughs) going on here? That's so kind of them to mention. That's so sweet. That's so right.
1: Yeah. So it really was like one of those things where when I when I found out who you were and saw how serious you were about your brand and your business, it made me it made me want to be more serious about my brand and my business. Um and it, it has taken time to develop it and really figure out what works for me because what works for everyone is different. Um, but it, I always wanna go above and beyond. I always wanna go above and beyond. So really finding, I feel like this was the above and beyond for extensions.
0: Well, th- thank you. I definitely feel I feel like that too. I'm just like this is the place for extensions, um, but I'm happy to you know hear that from you and that that was your experience as well um, with it. And I'm clearly, of course, so thrilled for your results. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast is like let's talk about it, all your success and um, break it down because it's so it's so inspiring. What would you say was a valuable training or video that you watched inside of Rich Stylist that you followed it to a T and it just worked out perfectly for your business? Is there anything that comes to mind?
1: So I had a lot of curly clients and I wanted to release them. Of course, you know, curls had started being a big thing a few years ago and they still are a big thing. And I'm glad that I was able to expand into that market, but I wanted to focus more on extensions clients and to focus more on extensions clients. I had to release some of my clients to other people. And I just didn't know how. I wanted to um, upgrade my clients. I didn't want to just get rid of them because like I said, I have a great relationship with my clients and I didn't want to just release them like, hey, I'm not doing haircuts anymore. So bye-bye. I wanted to make sure that we had a good experience when it comes to either upgrading them to extensions or handing them to another stylist that I believe could do a great job and just being able to relate to them where I was going in business and what I wanted to do in business without any hard feelings or regret. So definitely looking at that module helped me a lot in connecting with you helped me a lot to be able to communicate with them how I felt without any hard feeling.
0: Like burning a bridge or yeah, with, with them. Right. Yeah. I, I remember having this conversation with you. I think it was a couple years ago because you were, you had a lot more cut, just, um, cut cutting services at the time. You were looking like you said, to release some of those clients. And I, I remember, um, kind of referring you to that one training series because I said, hey, well, be sure like if you're wanting to focus on mostly extensions, awesome. But make sure that those clients that only get haircuts right now, be sure that you've introduced them to extensions if you think they're a candidate or if you think that it would work for their hair because hey, you don't want to release those cutting clients if they're actually an extension, they could be a potential extension client. So I remember that From what I recall, that being a big light bulb moment because um, you were able to gracefully release the clients that were just haircutting clients, but also had like a a method and the language to introduce your cutting clients um, to upgrade them to extensions. So it was really a a win-win and a uh, graceful release on both ends. I'm going to ask you a fun question now. What has been your highest revenue month since joining Rich Stylist?
1: Let me start off by saying I only work four days a week. Like my max is four days a week. Um, and that has been forever. So that's a great schedule. Like and I want to, actually, I plan on cutting it back to three at some point. Um, mm-hmm. but my highest month, and this is solely behind the chair, um, no retail, no extra income from anything else has been 20 grand. And honestly, um, it's is usually between fifteen and twenty every month when it comes to everything. So
0: that is year. that is so 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 incredible. I just, that is um I thank you for sharing that. And I think it's such a valuable um your story's so valuable. Um the number is such an awesome number to hear because it lets other stylists know what is possible in this industry. Again working four days a week, doing services that you actually love and look forward to. And like you said, most of the time you can go home before it's dark and still daylight when you go home and, and, you know, you have a a beautiful son and a a family and a husband. So to be able to spend more time with them and again, not just be completely glued to the salon yet still, you know, make those kinds of numbers is absolutely incredible.
1: Yes, it's definitely possible. And that's one thing that I always say, like, whatever you want to do is possible. You just have to set your mind to it and go after that goal. Like, and I'll be honest, like for a while, when I was trying to figure it out, I was running rapid, like trying to like, okay, like let's make the money. Let's do this, this, that. And eventually you you figure out that you don't have to do all of that. You don't, it's, it's not a rat race. If you If you plan everything out, you can do great numbers but still have your piece still be sure. able to get off. Like usually I'm done at this point. I had to, you know, revise my schedule, but I, I'm, I try to get done by four. Um, so I, I start in the morning, I get done by four. I handle the couple clients that I have a day. I have, I have my number that I want to make a day and I plan mm-hmm. my schedule around that. So I really think it's important and we can definitely definitely do that as stylist.
0: What would you say has been the most valuable part of Rich Stylist? And because I know you're someone who is you've been a part a part of and active in the community for at least a couple of years. I don't remember the exact date you joined, but it's been it's been a while and so what what would you say is the most valuable part even now for you?
1: The community aspect of it. I mean, it's so much information in in Rich Stylist Academy. Um but being able to Ask other stylists that care as much as you do about extensions, questions, and being able to connect and 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 have such a a, a great feel of security. Like that has been very valuable to me. Um, I I always feel like when you're around a team of stylists that value the same things that you value, you will go far.
0: I agree. Absolutely. Now, what would you say to a stylist that was interested, taking a look at rich stylist, but was just on the fence? Like they weren't sure if they should take that leap or not.
1: Just do it. Do it. Like it's, 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 if you don't take that leap, you will never know. And I'm here to tell you that you, you will enjoy it. You will like it. You will have, it's so much valuable information within the community, like things that you can print out, education, you can access it at any time you want to just do it. Like, don't, you'll regret it if you don't.
0: Thank you so much for for sharing that Destiny. And thank you so much for sharing all this valuable um, knowledge and wisdom and your story. I appreciate you. And I Again, I'll have all of your links below so people can find you very easily. Again, make sure to message Destiny. She's a wealth of knowledge and she's so open to sharing. And I hope if you're in Charlotte that you book a a day with her to um, understand what all her experience is about and get to dive in. So again, thank you, Destiny. Have an awesome rest of your day. This was so fun. Would you like to be the highest paid hair extensionist in your city? 86% 86% of stylists make three dollars to $5,000 per month, but as an extensionist, you can make that kind of money in one single day. If you're already certified by one of the top companies and you want to make the most money possible with that certification, then I'd love to invite you to discover Rich Stylist Academy. This is an elite mentorship where I give you the secrets to attracting the best clients, doing the best transformations, and making the most money. Stylists in this mentorship commonly have 3K days, $10,000 months, and six-figure years. Space is very limited as we only accept 10 stylists per month to this mentorship. Click the link and fill out the quick, free application and see if it's a fit for you.